Thank you for downloading the sermon podcast of Calvary Chapel of Mercer County. Enjoy the message. All right, everybody. Good day. Howdy. Good to be with you. Thank you for making it out. We are in Genesis chapter 5. So go ahead and turn to Genesis chapter 5. What we will do, we'll uh, start by reading it. Jay, are you going to switch that for me? Um, okay. All right, everybody. So, uh, let's read the chapter. Starting in verse 1. This is the book of the generations of Adam. When God created man, he made him in the likeness of God. Male and female, he created them, and he blessed them, and he named them man when they were created. Now, when Adam had lived 130 years, he fathered a son in his own likeness, after his image, and he named him Seth. The days of Adam, after he fathered Seth, were 800 years, and he had other sons and daughters. Thus, all the days that Adam lived were 930 years, and then he died. Verse 6, Now when Seth had lived 105 years, he fathered Enosh. Seth lived, after he fathered Enosh, 807 years, and had other sons and daughters. Thus all the days of Seth were 912 years, and he died. When Enosh had lived 90 years, he fathered Kenan. Enosh lived, after he fathered Kenan, 815 years, and had other sons and daughters. Thus all of the days of Enosh were 905 years, and he died. When Kenan had lived 70 years, he fathered Mahalalel. Kenan lived after he fathered him 840 years and had other sons and daughters. Thus, all of his days were 910 years and he died. And when Mahalalel had lived 65 years, he fathered Jared. Mahalalel lived after he fathered Jared 830 years and had other sons and daughters. Thus, all of his days were 895 years and he died. Now, when Jared had lived 162 years, he fathered Enoch. Jared lived, after he fathered Enoch, 800 years, and had other sons and daughters. Thus all the days of Jared were 962 years, and he died. When Enoch had lived 65 years, he fathered Methuselah. Enoch walked with God, after he fathered Methuselah, for 300 years, and he had other sons and daughters. Thus all of the days of Enoch were 365 years. Enoch walked with God, and he was not, for God took him. Verse 25, when Methuselah had lived 187 years, he fathered Lamech. Methuselah lived, after he fathered Lamech, 782 years and had other sons and daughters. Thus, all of his days were 969 years, and he died. And when Lamech had lived 182 years, he fathered a son and called his name Noah, saying, Out of the ground that the Lord is cursed, this one shall bring us relief from our work. <coughs> and from the painful toil of our hands. Lamech lived after he fathered Noah 595 years, and had other sons and daughters. Thus all the days of Lamech were 777 years, and he died. And after Noah was 500 years old, Noah fathered Shem, Ham, and Japheth. All right, so you got all that? All right, so just some quick thoughts. What are... Like, don't go into a big teaching, but what are some things that just sort of jump out of you as, oh, I wonder what that means, or that's interesting, or did you notice this? They live a long time. They live very long. Good. That's good, simple. Thank you. What do you got, sir? Is that what you had? They live a long time. Good. <laughs> very good. All right, that's standing out. All of them died except one. 
All of them died except for Enoch. All right, so let's talk about the all of them died. Is that significant, Bob? Something about that? Or are you pointing out more that one of them didn't die? Um, yeah. Okay. It was after the fall, so they died. Yeah, right, and God said that's what's going to happen, and we see it again and again and again. Okay. So there was the delay between you will surely die physically and 930 years. Mm-hmm. <laughs> we don't know when Eve died. Mm. Yeah, but. And, uh, okay. Also, it doesn't mention Cain and Abel. Yep, that I mentioned here. But... Well, maybe they kind of are. How are they kind of mentioned? Well, it's, you know, like Seth was after they were born. Right, and then if you look at verse 4, it said he fathered Seth and he had other sons and daughters. So mm-hmm. Kind of mentioned there. Yeah, and it, it says that about all of them, that they had other sons and daughters. So it's just follow, following specific people. They could have had as many as 900, Colleen. <laughs> I saw a video this week on YouTube, and they said, you know, I don't, I can't remember who was teaching it, but um, somehow fifty-seven. Fifty-seven was what Eve had. Okay. I don't know where they got that information from, but I thought even fifty-seven hurts. That's a lot. Yeah, absolutely. I wonder how they got where, that. Yeah. yeah I, they I don't know. I can't okay. Remember. Any other things pointing out? Well, certainly this thing about Enoch walking with God and he was not, for God took him. That's something we're going to have to discuss tonight. Mm-hmm. Um, um, only one of the kids, something was said about them, right? Um, Lamech having Noah. And then saying something. Oh, yeah. Why he had yeah. Noah. Yeah. Good. Why he named him Noah. <coughs> okay. Well, that's good. We'll talk about that. Yes, sir? No? Okay. They seem to be getting younger, yeah. having their children. Except for Noah, or a limit. Right. A Noah, too, 600 years. Yeah, 600 years. All right, well. They're getting older, having kids, but they're getting older down the list. But are they really before they die? Or are we just following a specific line? True that. Are they all the firstborn? Oh, that's true. No, that's a good point. Okay, so, uh, some people read a chapter like this and think, okay, you know what I mean, like... Thanks, you know, why is that there? You know, it's interesting, you know, thanks for sharing. But, yeah, remember, purpose of a genealogy, you know, obviously we have the genealogy of Jesus. The purpose of it is there to prove who Jesus is. But typically in the scripture, the purpose of it is to form this bridge that Mark points out. Um, We've been talking about Adam, essentially, chapters 1 through 4. I know Cain and Abel's chapter 4. Now, chapter 6 through 9, we're going to talk about Noah. How do you get from Adam to Noah? And so, chapter 5... Uh, accomplishes that purpose. It serves as a bridge. So let's start going back and looking at each of these individuals. In the first five verses, it's talking about Adam and his son, one of his sons that he has there. Um, So we'll read it again. This is the book of the generations of Adam. This is the listing of the generations of Adam is how that could also be translated. When God created man, he made him in the likeness of God. Male and female, he created them and blessed them and named them man when they were created. Does that sound familiar? Mm-hmm. We read about that in the first two chapters. Mm-hmm. Verse 3, When Adam had lived 130 years, he fathered a son in his own likeness and in his image. Okay, so now we know that the fall took place in the at least in the first 130 years of human existence, right? Mm-hmm. Um, and perhaps earlier than that, because Cain and Abel were around first, and they... 
had their situation there. So those things, every, the fall had to occur in the first 130 years. Um, one thing I noticed, it says, uh, where does it say it? It says that he names them Adam. Um, or he named them man, it says in verse 2. Does it say name them Adam or man? In King James. Well, yeah, they, then it must be correct. Mankind. <laughs> mankind. Okay, but so Adam and Eve there, we have that part. And then again, notice other sons and daughters. Uh, we know of Cain, Abel, and Seth. That's all we know of. Uh, but there were other sons and certainly daughters, so he had at least five kids. More likely 57. Right, whatever the number was. Um and then in the verse, in verse four, we have this pattern that they uh, that the author uses, and that is to name the kid when he was born. And as Josh pointed out, it's important. Seth was not the firstborn, which means none of the others have to be the firstborn that is listed. This is just the genealogy that we're following. But when Seth was born, his dad was 130, and then he would go on to live. How many years after that? 800. 800 years after that. All right, and so that makes him. Old. Okay. <laughs> Specifically, though, nine thirty. Verse five says nine hundred thirty years, right? Well, we do we have some indication that Cain, Abel, and Cain were the first and the second. I think we. Well, not as. Yeah, I think we do. Because it says, and and only with his wife, and she conceived a poor child, and then she bore another child. It seems like that was the first two. Yes. I guess that's that would be my default position unless there was evidence to the country that there were other ones more before them. Just so that their story could be told, it seems like they were the first ones. I agree. Okay. Did I say something that you thought maybe No, was no, different? but I mean, it, you're right, because now we know, we don't know what the timing, we don't know how many were born between Cain and Abel and Seth. Correct. We just, well, don't we? Because Seth, like, replaces, doesn't it say that? In, like, yeah, yeah. Cain and Abel were 30, 40 years old when they got in their fight, maybe. Because there have been other kids born. Oh, okay. Yeah, yeah. Place, so, yeah. Available. Okay, very good. Yep. We don't know, but we do know. I mean, if they have 900. She had 900, then it definitely had to be a little more frequently. She had 57, I don't know. Maybe, maybe not. But we do know this, <laughs> that Adam was 930 when he died, as it says there. And again, I think it was Jay that pointed out, again and again it says, and he died, and he died, and he died. And just like God said, um, first he kind of promised that, in chapter 2, verse 17, and then he includes it as part of the judgment in chapter 3, verse 19. Um, and so we have that there. All righty. Any thoughts on Adam beyond that? All right, let's go on to verse 6. Now, when Seth had lived 105 years, he fathered Enosh. Seth lived, after he fathered Enosh, 807 years, having sons and daughters, others, Thus, all of his days were 912 years. And if you add 807 and 105, you get 912. And so, Enosh born at 105 years old of Seth, and then you get the idea. Right? Yes. Now, what happened to Seth? He died. Seth died. But it was Adam and Eve that sinned. So why is Seth dying? Um... After the fall, whatever changed, that's when they started con conceiving. So they didn't procreate before the fall. So they inherited whatever changes happened to them after the fall. Oh, I got you. Okay. That's a good answer. Maybe. No, that's good. Okay. 
I, w- I was just simply thinking something different, but punishment. that's good. You were thinking punishment. Well, I was thinking, you know, that the consequences of our sin mm-hmm. even passed down, so to speak, to the innocent. Mm-hmm. I know Seth that it was a sinner himself, but, you know, like, well, who am I hurting? You know, well, a lot of people get hurt because of our sin, unfortunately, and the consequences of it. And so, in this case, uh, all of these generations die, um, whereas Adam and Eve could have thought perhaps, oh, it's just us, we'll do whatever we want and deal with it ourselves. Romans. Romans, right? Romans chapter 5. For by the disobedience of one man, I'll die, therefore by the obedience of one man, I'll live. Amen. Good truth there. All right, let's go on to verse 9. Now Enosh had lived 90 years, and he fathered Kenan. Enosh lived afterwards 850 years, make 15 years, making a total of? 905. <laughs> Come on, folks, it's right there for you. A lot. That's not going to work. Open book. All right. So, uh, verse 12. Now, Kenan had lived 70 years, had his son, Mahalalel, and then lived 80, 840 more. So, his total? 910. Verse 15. <clears throat> Mahalalel, 65. And then he fathered Jared, and then lived 830 more. His total? 895. You're doing great. Verse 18. <laughs> Who? Mahalo? Oh, Jared. Oh, Jared. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> no. Oof, that's rough. A, that's a, verse 18. When Jared lived 162 years, he fathered Enoch, and then he lived another 800 years, so his total? 962. 962. And that, at the time, that set the world record for age. So that's very impressive on Jared's part. Uh... <laughs> Now, verse 21, now while Enoch, when Enoch had lived 65 years, he fathered Methuselah. That name sounds familiar, right? Mm-hmm. Uh, we'll talk about that. Enoch walked with God afterwards 300 years, had sons and daughters, and all of his days were 365. And then again, verse 24, Enoch walked with God, and he was not, and he was not because God took him. That doesn't seem very nice. <laughs> you know what I mean? Like, but maybe it is nice. Yeah. Yeah. Well, it doesn't say he died. Right. Well, yeah, no, he, it, he didn't. I don't think he did die, right? Right. Doesn't say he did. So, what does that mean that God took him? Still alive. Still alive where? Not, not In dead. heaven? Maybe. Jesus. Kind of, like, kind of like what happened with Elijah. Oh yeah, and yeah. now you're now you're getting into some things. So there's two people that were not dead yet, mm-hmm. and a third person whose body <coughs> was disputed over. No, Moses. All right, so before we get too complicated, all right, so he was taken. Now Jay and John point out Enoch and Elijah, and then Jay's getting all coy over there with oh two people, huh? And why are you saying that? I, because there's the two prophets in the book of Revelation um, there. And my, and my suspicion is, is that it's that it's these they two. will come back. And then other people say, and, and a lot of people are pretty convinced Elijah's one of them. Yes. Mm-hmm. Um, and going at the prophecy yeah, before the great and terrible day of the Lord, you know, and like Elijah. And so others suggest that perhaps Moses yeah. is the other. Elijah and Moses... Yeah. The Law and the Prophets, um, here Enoch and Elijah. Um, we, we don't know for sure, 
I'm, I have a feeling. My vote's for Enoch. I don't think anyone in this room is going to be like so this is the devastated. All right, so Enoch, I mean, uh, Moses, what's your name? Jay said what? Uh, or just now? It's appointed. Yeah, to, for all to die, all men to die once. Mm-hmm. So die. And after that, the judgment. And after the judgment. So Moses died. And so he's on his way. These two men did not die, and thus it's him. Does that sound convincing? No. No. Oh. <laughs> what about Lazarus? What about Lazarus, man? Oh, he died twice. It was a fake. His body, his body stinketh. He was pretty dead. But he died. Right, but he was. He died again. Right. So I think Jay said he wants to add another word there. It's appointed for all men to die at least once. Mm-hmm. Right. <laughs> so what about those then that were yeah. of the age who will not die, who will be taken Open the away? theory. Their bodies are dead. You ever seen the walking dead? No. <laughs> yeah, every day in All right. So anyway, because of this verse here, there is thought that Enoch could be one of those two prophets. Um I, I, we don't have a lot in the Bible about Enoch. Um, he's mentioned in the book of Jude, and he's mentioned in the book of Hebrews. I'm going to talk about Jude later. Hebrews 11.5, that's a pretty famous passage of Scripture. Hebrews 11, they call it the Hall of Faith. Uh, well, this is what it says about Enoch. It says, By faith Enoch was taken up so that he should not see death, and he was not found, where go? because God had taken him. Now, before he was taken, he was commended, as having pleased to God. All right, so we know that he Enoch was a good dude that had faith. It's in the Hebrew. It's a good dude that he had faith, and uh, for whatever reason, the Lord decided to bring him out of this world. The books of Enoch are in the Apocrypha, but that's a Catholic. Are they in the Apocrypha, actually? I don't think, I don't think there's a book a of separate, Enoch, but I don't think it's in the Apocrypha. Yeah. Oh, okay. I just know it's like a Catholic thing that was <laughs> Mark just read it. He thought it was interesting. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> <laughs> boring. You would not believe how boring it is. I've looked at it. It is <laughs> Yes, sir. Um, Jude, actually, you were talking about, he actually says a cool thing about Enoch, the prophesying. Cool. What does he say? Oh, no. <laughs> He's getting to it. We'll come back to that. Stop, stop jumping the shark. <laughs> <laughs> All right. You're right. Um, Baron, he does say that. It does say something. And we'll get there. <laughs> yes, we will. All right, so he is taken. Some people have, I'll just point this out for your consideration and, and you can dig in more. They've made a connection between Enoch being taken out of the coming judgment and Noah going through the coming judgment and made the comparison that the church will be taken out of the coming judgment at a particular point in time, different people think different times, and the Jews, the tribulation uh, believers, they will go through and be preserved in it as Noah was. And So there's a connection there. You can dig a little into that if that interests you. Let's go on to verse 25. Now when Methuselah had lived 187 years, he fathered Lamech, and Methuselah lived afterwards 782 years, which brings him to how many? 969. Nine hundred. He's the new world record holder. And he has gone down in history as the oldest man to ever live. Um, 
And they're actually looking, I mean, scientists even use his name. They're, they look for the Methuselah gene. Oh, really? To see what genes cause people to grow the old, really old, you know. Cool. Never close to this, but. Yeah. But <laughs> isn't that great? Good old Methuselah. We're going to come back and talk more about him tonight, too. Verse 28. Lamech lives 182 years, and then he gives birth to a very popular name that we all know, Noah. And then he says this phrase about him. And then verse 30, look, it says, Lamech lived after he fathered Noah 595 years. So Lamech is 777 years. Now, we assume that each of these people are dying natural causes. Um, and I think part of the reason why we assume that is because they're all in the same ballpark. Um, but Lamech, as you see, is a couple, 200 years younger almost than, than Methuselah and, and many of the other folks. So either he, he died of old age or something happened that caused his death. But Lamech lives uh, a couple hundred years less than those that had gone before him. Okay, um, Let's look at the, the quote there. Um, he names him Noah, and he says, Out of the ground that the Lord has cursed... This one shall bring us relief from our work and from the painful toil of our hands. And so that term relief or comfort or rest, that's the word Noah. Um, and so that's how you get that particular name. Now, how did Noah bring or was used to bring relief from our work and from the painful toil of our hands? So it's sort of like this... I don't know about prophecy, but this blessing or something that's named over the sun. How did he do that? Or did he do that in, that you can think of? What was the question again? So Lamech says of Noah yeah. that out of the ground that had been cursed, this one's going to bring us relief from our work. And, and I'm wondering, do we know? Did he do that? Did he accomplish that? Did Noah accomplish that? Yeah. Did scripture say that? Uh, well, not he, yet. He helped to save mankind. Okay. During the flood, he, he was one of the few who survived. Okay. Well, the painful toil of our hands hasn't stopped, even after the flood. So. Okay. He didn't change that. Yeah. I don't know the answer to my question. <laughs> I'm just throwing it out there. Do you there. think it was a it was a name that was, had to be given to him for some other reason? Um Yeah. <laughs> if you bring it up <laughs> That's why I'm that's why I'm asking permission. No, you mean none. <laughs> Correct. <laughs> so if you're going there, we'll hit it. It was a hope of his parents that he would do that, but he probably didn't. MacArthur refers to Hebrews eleven seven. Okay. What's John say? Uh, he just he says comfort would come through the godly life of Noah, who is an heir of the righteousness, which is according to faith. And he uh, he refers to Hebrew, Hebrews eleven seven. What's that say? That's also in that hole, yeah. I found it. Anybody else find it quicker? Can I read it? I'll read it for you. Hebrews 11, or did you just read it? No. No, okay. It says, By faith Noah, being warned by God concerning events as yet unseen, 
in reverent fear, constructed an art for the saving of his household, and by this he condemned the world and became an heir of the righteousness that comes by faith. Could it be that he saved the world, humanity, by taking wood, which grows from trees, which comes out of the ground, could it be something like that? Maybe we're reaching. Well, yeah, I mean, if everybody's wiped out except Noah and his family, then Noah's got to be in the lineage of Christ, right? Yeah. 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 So then. Oh, I hear you. Rest through him. Good. Maybe that's the answer. That's great. I don't know. All right. Verse thirty-two says, after Noah was 500 years old, Noah fathered Shem, Ham, and Japheth. Now, that doesn't mean necessarily that he had triplets and that he had them when he was 500 years. The idea is by the time he became 500, he had these three. Um, So, um, and then the reason why the 500 is listed is because just in the same way we're trying to get from Adam to Noah, we're trying to get it to a particular year in Noah's life when a significant event occurs um, or begins to occur. And uh, that we are going to look at in the coming weeks. Um, you may have heard about it. Yeah. Noah's flood. Yeah. All right. All right. I want to show you a couple of things here. How's that sound? Take a look at that. Can everybody see that? So this is the lifespan of the first ten generations. Not the most remarkable thing in the world. Um, but as you can see, a lot of the guys are pushing 900 years old there. Um, a few really big ones, 62, 69, Noah, 950. We don't have that here. We find that later on in chapter 9, it tells us that he would live to that age, essentially. And so, um, and then you can see Enoch there. If you look at the next one, will you notice the average age? Mm-hmm. What I've done is I, I've taken out Enoch because mm-hmm. that just throws everything off. Right. Yeah, right. And since I'm dropping the lowest, I also dropped the highest, so I took out Methuselah as well. So the average age of the other eight is 905 years old. So um, these guys are living some years, 905 years old. And I suspect, you know, they weren't like hitting 70, 80 and like, oh, I'm so tired. You know, that they were, they were probably going strong, you know. Yeah. So security probably ran out, though. It might have, yeah. You know, it's one interesting little fact. That sure. If you look at Enoch, he's got the, the uh, same age as the average number of days in a year, except for a leap year. In the American, in our calendar, you're right. You know, that's, right. That might just be coincidence or it might just be that has always stood out to me. I've always wondered that, but I'm not sure there's significance to it, but I hear you. Yeah, well, he's, it's not like there's an Enoch colony uh, in the calendar. card for Enoch. We should have one. Now, that's the first ten generations. Everybody have it? What's the average age? 905 years. Now, if you look up in your Bibles to Genesis chapter 11... Show you something in Genesis 11, starting in verse 10. What happens there is we have another, another genealogy, another bridge. Look at verse. Uh, look at verse 27, or th- is that 37? 27. It says, "Now these are the generations of Terah. Terah fathered Abram, Nahor, and Haran. 
And that is who we're getting to, is Abram, or Abraham. And so the purpose of that genealogy is to take us from Noah to Abram. Now, one of the things that we see, look in verse 10, for instance. We're not going to do all of it. We'll just give you an example. It says, now these are the generations of Shem. That's one of Noah's sons. When Shem was 100 years old, he fathered Arkpakshad two years after the flood. Ooh, that's good to see. Yeah. That's important, and I'll explain why later, another month from now. And <laughs> verse 11, and Shem lived after he fathered Arpachshad 500 years and had other sons and daughters. Slightly different formula from Genesis 5. Genesis 5, it says when they had the kid, and then how many years after that, um, and giving, giving us a total. This doesn't give us a total, hey, but we all went to grammar school, and so we'll just add it. So how old was Shem then when he died? He was 600, okay? All right, good. Now, let's compare. That's the average of the first 10 generations, correct? All right, if you look at verses 10 and 11, that's Shem. You see the drop there for good old Shem? All right, so Shem goes down. Then, let's go on to this one. The next guy, verses 12 and 13, is Arpakshad. He's 438. Then there's a guy named Sheila, 433. He probably got killed on the playground. Maybe. <laughs> then, sorry for the little typo, then Eber, he's 464. Okay, and you can see him in 16 and 17. Then Peleg, all right, he lives at... Is he a pilot? Pegleg, yeah. Then there's, I guess it's pronounced Rue. Both Peleg and Rue lived for 239 years. Then Sirug. Then Nahor, way down to 148. Now he's getting to like our ballpark. All right, and then Terah, that's Abraham's father. He lived 205 years. So these guys, their average is 321, okay? Um, I don't think I dropped a large in on this case. Um, and so you look at the difference, look at that. All right, 905 to 321, okay? And again, um, the fall. You know, the Lord said people would die, and look at all these people that are dying. But this is significant, going from 905 years for the first 10 generations to 321 years for essentially the second 10 generations, actually nine, um, what happened in between those, chapter 5 and chapter 11? The flood. All right. And so this is the result of the flood. And again, if we go back to here, as if you just take those last five, 239, 239, 230, 148, 205, their expectancy goes from 321 down to 212 for just those. So it's dropping quickly. You know, it's interesting. There are some countries in the world today uh, particularly some African nations, the life expectancy is 43 years old. That's really tiny. You know, in the United States in the 1700s, 43 years old, mm -hmm. 45 years old was the average life expectancy. Today we're up to about 76, essentially, when you take male and female. Um, much, much younger, but even way down into the 40s. That's crazy, isn't it? Mm -hmm. All right, so there's the rapid decline. Interesting. Any thoughts on that? It is what it is, right? Okay, let's go on now to, let's figure out the age of the earth. Now, I'll say this. There are some that do not believe necessarily that, um, let me give a, a name here, 
that Enosh had to be Seth's son, that he could have been his grandson or his great-grandson or whatever. I, I see what it says there. It seems pretty straightforward. That's how I usually take things. You mean they, right. they're saying like they're saying it's his son, but it's really his grandson? Yeah, and that's that's oh. used in the scripture. That oh. that sometimes okay. happens. Oh, okay. um, but it seems to me you read through the genealogy, and it seems to indicate that he's just talking about this guy's son and this guy's son and this guy's son. But some people would say, no, no, it could be grandsons. There could be years that are mm. not mentioned there. So the reason why I bring it up is if you. Well, that okay. Let me. Yeah, please. That won't get you from 10,000 to 3 billion. Mm. All right, so you can just take that one off. It might get you from 5,000 to 10,000 years. So there's still going to be a yeah. pretty limited spread even with that. My yeah. thinking is I take this literally. And so when people say, what's the age of the earth? And I would say, well, it's about 6,000 years old, all right, from Jesus. And from Jesus to the beginning was about 4,000 years, something like that. Well, part of the reason why I would say that is from Genesis 5, taking a little literal view with this. All right, so what I want to do is I want to show you. We have Adam. Adam, I, I don't know if he was born in year zero or year one. I guess he was born in year zero. All kids start in years, their year zero. And Adam would live 930 years, right? Then we saw that when he was 130, he gave birth to Seth. So in what year was Seth born? 130. Year 130, okay? And so, huh? Yeah, maybe what's right on. I know. It, so I could be slightly off, but you get the idea. He lives 912 years, which means he dies in year 1042. Okay? Next fella is Enosh. It says of Seth that he was 105 years old when he had Enosh. So we take 105 to 130. That gives us 235. You see how that formula is forming there? All right. And then he lived 95 years. That brings him to 1140. Kenan born 325, uh, Mahalalel 395, dying in 1290. You see how these guys live hundreds of years together? Yeah. Okay. Um, Jared, born in year 460, dying in 1422. Enoch, born in 622, uh, leaving this earth 987. Um, Methuselah, born in 687, uh, dying in 1656. Uh, Lamech, born in 874, dies in 1651. Now take notice of this. Uh, Lamech, when was he born? We see 874. When did Noah die? Noah died. Um, excuse me, not Noah. Adam died. 930. 930, which means Lamech lived with great-grandpa Adam for 65 years or so. All right? um, and you notice he died earlier actually than Methuselah, mm -hmm. alrighty, and then Noah is born in 1056, so he's not alive when Adam is alive, um, but he is alive with a lot of other guys <coughs> before him there, as you can see, so uh, he could go and ask, hey, what was your grandfather like to Enosh, and Enosh, what, I couldn't hear you, because you know, I'm a thousand years old, um, but anyway, they could have a conversation. And Noah, as you can see there, he lives 950 years. So he dies in the year 2006, or the 2006th year of, of history. Okay? Isn't that fascinating? Mm -hmm. uh, but we're not done. There is more. The flood, we know uh, from further along in... Do I have it written down here? So you can look up. Let's see. 
It's five years after Lamech died. Okay, but anyway, in chapter 9, verse 28, it tells us, so let's go, 9, 28, and that says, after the flood, Noah lived 350 years, and so if he was 950 years total, we work our way backwards, and the flood has to happen when he's 600. Oh, sorry about that. There you go. All right, does that make sense? Mm-hmm. So that fits in when he's 600. Um, now, just to make it more exciting, if it was 350 from 2006, what year, how many years is that? 2006 minus 350. Six, 17, no, 1656. 1656? Mm. Fascinating. Mm. Did you notice that? Mm. You knew it. <laughs> okay. So in 1656, Methuselah died, and the flood occurred. Okay? Now, I find that intriguing, and I'm sure you do. Why do you find that interesting? Um, am I allowed to? Yeah. <laughs> okay. What does Methuselah mean? I mean <laughs> all the names have meaning. But um, nah, I don't want all the names. But I we'll, we'll start with Methuselah. Um, his we'll death shall bring. Okay, his name means, remember Noah meant comfort or rest? Methuselah means his death shall bring. All right. Enoch, we learn, turn in your Bibles to Jude. Remember Enoch was Methuselah's dad? All right. Jude is right before Revelation. Um, and you're going to look at verses 14 and 15. So Enoch gives birth, well his wife does, gives birth to Methuselah. And they name this kid his death shall bring. His death shall bring what? Well, the very fact that he dies the same year as the flood should kind of point us in the direction of, well, maybe his death shall bring the flood? Could that be possible? Well, we know that Enoch is a prophet based on Jude. So you brought it up. Why don't you read those two verses? Uh, 14. And 15. Okay. Enoch, in the seventh generation from Adam, prophesied about these people when he said, Look, the Lord has come with countless thousands of his holy ones. He will judge all people and convict everyone of all the ungodly things that they have done in such an ungodly way, including all the harsh things that these ungodly sinners have said about him. I just love how ungodly is mentioned like six <laughs> times in the verse. Okay, now, is that a prophecy about the flood? No. Yeah. No, it's not a prophecy about the flood. It's a prophecy about what? Second coming. The second coming of Christ, okay? But it does label him as a prophet. Mm-hmm. And so as a prophet, it seems as if his son, even the naming of his son, is a prophecy of the coming judgment that would come upon the earth. Does that make sense? Mm-hmm. All right. Now, then I find this interesting. If God had essentially during Enoch's days decided, you know what, or maybe leading up to Enoch's days decided, you know what, things are getting out of control here. We're going to end this generation. We're going to start a new one and all that. And he had made a determination that a judgment was going to come, and it was going to come when this kid dies. What does that tell you about God, that this kid is the oldest kid that has ever lived in the history of the world? He didn't want to do it. Yeah, he's just so gracious, isn't he? Long-suffering. Yeah, merciful. Not wishing that any would perish. Right. You know, and all those verses that we know from the New Testament that just speak of God's grace and his mercy. Well, I think that's interesting. Do you? Yes. Isn't it fun to consider that? Well, we're not done, though. There's even more 
we, we got to, but wait, there's more. <laughs> We're going to go back and look at some names. So we know Methuselah means his death shall bring. Noah means comfort. And so perhaps some of these other, name mean, other names mean something. And they do. So there's their names. Okay. You didn't look fast enough. Sorry. <laughs> and so now, well, well, let's just go through it real slowly. All right. If you didn't see it. Everybody see it? Yeah. All right. Good. Now, Adam, we know, means man. man. We've learned that, right? And so Adam means man. Adam gave birth, or you know what I mean when I say that, to Seth. And we know what Seth means. Appointed. Appointed. We saw that in, in our text previously. So Adam, Seth, Enosh, that means mortal, or some variation of that, frail, and so on. Kenan, sorrow. That's a rough name for a kid. Uh, Mahalalel means, it means blessed God, or we'll throw the word the blessed God in there, because it's not him that it's referring to. Uh, Jared, not sure why it's down there, sorry about that, shall come down, maybe that's why. Uh, Enoch, our hero, teacher, prophet, he's a teaching. Uh, Methuselah, we know. His death, shall His death shall bring, very good. Lamech, what does that mean? Despairing. Despairing, yes. And then Noah, you all know. Comfort. Comfort. Okay, or rest, yeah. both of those here. So, let's take out those names. And you have that. Christianity. Oops. Stuffed sure in Genesis. Why that was there. This is what you have. Man appointed mortal sorrow, but the blessed God shall come down teaching. His death shall bring the despairing rest. Does that sound like a message you've heard before? What is it? It's our doctrine. That's the gospel, isn't it? It's Jesus, yeah. So it's the gospel hidden there in that genealogy. And not every genealogy does this in the Bible, um, but I think it's there in the first one so that you don't skip anything in the Bible and think it's not important because God has something for you in it. And this is, uh, this is just a neat little example uh, of that, um, the gospel there in the genealogy. Pretty sure a rabbi didn't fudge that. Yeah. So this isn't like a bunch of Christians got together and said, hey, let's come up with some names for these people or whatever. The rabbis saw this, you're saying. Why don't you comment on that further? Well, there's no way that, like, it could have been fudged. Like, God put it there. That's that's where I'm going with that. Yeah, (laughs) Yeah, that's a general idea. So what do you think about that? Any... Excited about the Lord? You like him? <laughs> yeah, it's pretty neat, huh? It's great that our creed is tucked in Genesis. Yeah. yeah. I agree. Well, that's all I have for you <laughs> tonight. <laughs> but I don't know. I just find the yeah, Word of God awesome. really worth the time. Absolutely. Dig in, have fun with the Word. You know, sometimes... Uh, you know, sometimes you dig a little bit, and there's nothing necessarily like that stands out, and you're like not amazed. But uh, more often than not, the Lord just rewards you with uh, mm-hmm. we'll just with it. the blessing of taking that time. So, this is one of those examples. Yes. Mm-hmm. Okay. All right. Let's pray, and then we'll end up with some worship. Father, we thank you for uh, thank you for tonight, Lord. I just thank you for the way that your word makes sense, Lord. As we just look at the numbers and things like that, you know, when someone 
would mock, you know, oh, they're going to live a thousand years. But Lord, it just makes sense, you know, once the, the flood comes and sort of the there's a change in the earth's atmosphere and you can just see the ages rapidly dropping and Lord, all of that is just logical. And uh, Lord, we're also blown away just by things like this, this little uh, gospel hidden there in the genealogy. So Lord, give us a greater love for your word and uh, and again, a greater love for you. Lord, that you would speak of a coming judgment and then put it off, Lord, as long as possible. Um, just speaks of your grace and your mercy and your kindness. And so, Lord, help us to uh, to just really be kind of refreshed by that reality tonight. We thank you for your word. Thank you for the time. We pray in Jesus' name. Thanks again for listening to the sermon podcast of Calvary Chapel of Mercer County. If you would like more information about the church, its ministries, its worship services, or its small groups, please visit ccmercer.com or download the church app to your phone.